And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a little this. It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Guys, let me first of all say hello. And then second of all, say thanks for listening. And then third of all, say, no, not even all, third of third, third of third. Let me just say that I am sorry for getting this one up late. If it matters to you, maybe it doesn't matter to you. Maybe you get the podcast whenever you get the podcast. Maybe you get it six days later. Maybe you don't give a flying goose about <laughs> the podcast. I don't know why I all of a sudden decided we were like a sitcom from the 80s. That's our catchphrase. He doesn't give a flying goose. I don't know. Nobody made noises like that ever in the 80s or ever. In my mind, they did. Here's the thing. Maybe there is. There probably is. There's probably a dedicated listener out there who was ready at the stroke of midnight. That's it. They were in North America or at the stroke of wherever, whatever, wherever they were, whatever the stroke is, whatever the geographical location is. If you were ready and you're now disappointed, you know what? I'm sorry. I am sorry. And do you know what? You, you also hear defensiveness. I guess I'm not that sorry. I'm a little sorry, but I'm also glad that I spent time the way I did. And do you know what I did? I went to a late yoga class and then I allowed myself to get distracted by a pretty girl, aka my girlfriend, who wanted to go get some cider and a bite to eat. So I did that. Drank a cider, ate three grilled shrimp that cost me $10. That They were super expensive shrimp. They were tasty. They were tasty, but did they need to cost ten dollars? That's three dollars and point thirty three with a line over it per shrimp. That's a lot of money per shrimp. They're just shrimp. They're tiny. They're tiny and they're scavengers. They're not even probably good for you. They're very high in cholesterol and they eat garbage off the ocean floor. And then I and then I ate that for three dollars. And th- did I, I? I thought I started by saying I was happy with how I spent my time. I was. I was happy. I'm gonna let it go. I'm glad. I'm glad the shrimp was that expensive because you know what? It's probably it's it's a lot probably to shrimp shrimp i'm using shrimping as a verb oh but i shouldn't because it's a sexual thing okay listen guys i gotta get back on track have i ever been on track i'm getting on the track right now here it is this if you've ne- by the way and again if you've never listened to the podcast we're two minutes and i've probably already lost you and i'm i'm sorry and farewell we're, we're not going to get along those of you that are still with me all right my guest for this podcast was Nikki Britton. She is a hilarious and lovely Australian comic. You'll hear it in her voice. She has a, just a killer voice. You're going to love this one. Um, some notable things about this episode were uh, she kept trying really hard to keep it on track and bring it back to topic and kudos to her for that. She's amazing for that. I was happy to just sit in a closet and talk to her because we were in a closet, you guys. We were in an actual closet um, during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. The closet um, doubled as my dressing room to the room that I was performing in. It's all glamour. It's all glamour and glitz. Don't let don't let anybody fool you. It's it's amazing the stand-up lifestyle. So this was during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We chatted in March or April. This is a while ago now, but there's nothing. There's no dated references. There's no, nothing. You, you'll be fine. You can listen to this anytime. Save it. Listen to it for Christmas if you want to. Give yourself a Christmas present. Save it up. Guys, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Here we go. The question for this episode was, when do you know you're an adult? 
And I would answer right now and tell you I am not one. And I don't know if I'll ever know when I am. So there's that. Also, you're going to learn what a double reverse wristy is. Are you ready? Are you ready to learn? If you're Australian, you already know what a wristy is. If you are not Australian, you have no idea what that means. Then you're going to learn what a reverse wristy is. Then you're going to learn what a double reverse wristy is. Super intense. You guys are my friends. Thanks for listening. I hope you like this one. Here we go. Um, the question is, when do you know... I would say, when do you know you're an adult? You would say, when do you know you're an adult? An adult. An adult. Yeah. That's how you pronounce things. Um, when do you know? Let's let's get some basic info off you. I'm going to do an intro about this later. Okay. About who you are. But let's start with uh, how old you are. How old are you? I am 30 and like six days. Yeah. Yeah, I just turned 30. So do you feel like an adult? I... No, not at all. I'm asking this girl sitting in a closet during the Melbourne Comedy Festival, admittedly, in her words, liquored up. <laughs> Mildly. It gets worse than this. The worse. What's the worst? The liquored upness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I basically experienced for the two days prior <laughs> and the two days after my 30th birthday. So, I mean, if we're talking about do I feel old? I didn't even really feel the birthday. I was just <laughs> numb <laughs> for the four-day period over it. And then I felt very old after I kind of sobered up. Really? Oh, yeah, purely because I can't handle a hangover now. Right. I yeah. just can't. That's why I feel old. Neither can I. I. I try to fit in around the festival. Like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm so drunk, I'm so hungover. And I'm like, yeah, I think that muffin I had had dairy in it. <laughs> like, everything affects me. <laughs> I'm everything. the same. I'm allergic to everything now. Yeah. As you get older, body's just rejecting. Just rejecting. Just rejecting. Everything. Yeah. Uh, but I persevere. I still put it in. I just say, maybe tonight will be the night that my body loves vodka. That's really funny. <laughs> I can't drink vodka anymore because I drank too much of it in high school. That was all we drank. There was this brand called Mr. Boston. <laughs> and we used to get it by the, I don't even know what. What would this be? Like this size flask? Something yeah, like that. Anyway, yeah, flask, yeah. If you really want to take a... <laughs> take a trip down memory lane in terms of who's old uh I dr my my first girlfriend and I drank a whole flask of that Mr. Boston at 11 in the morning before Lollapalooza why though Lollapalooza <laughs> 1994 because <laughs> we were Brilliant. just like let's drink we're just kids we didn't you see know now, see now even my head goes oh why why would you do that maybe I am old maybe yeah. I have grown up yeah <laughs> because I totally did that shit we used to drink before our before school sometimes that's crazy you're I badass can't. it wasn't me some of my friends I know no I was super like straighty 180 a lot of the time yeah Straighty 180, I've never heard that. I've heard yeah. Straighty McGady. Really? Yeah. What's McGady, babe? <laughs> I don't know, I just tried. Straighty 180. Like, like Straighty my gaity? Like my gait is no, like, straight? No, like McGady. Like, I don't know, it just rhymes. Like it just rhymes. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Straighty 180 is like... I like Straighty 180. 180 degree, straight yeah. line. Straighty 180. Yeah. I like it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We drank. We just drank it. It was all yeah, good. How did it go? Most of it. I mm. slept through. Slept. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a gentle way of putting it. Passed out through Tribe Called Quest and uh -huh. all sorts of really good stuff. But I woke up just in time to get part of be a part of the Breeders Mosh Pit. 
Yeah. And uh, Smashing Pumpkins. So it's all right. That's good. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really dating myself right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, do you, I guess, I feel like a question behind the question, at least for me, is like, will I ever be an adult? Yeah. Because I should know by now. And I, mm. like, how do you know when you're an adult? I mean, whatever. Like, I, like I was going to say, when you have responsibilities and you have to pay bills, but the truth is, I, I have the money to pay my bills, but I don't pay them until shit gets cut off. That's when oh. I know. And it's like, people can be like, yeah, check your mail. I just don't. I just, when the lights go out, it's time to pay the electricity bill. When they cut yeah. off my phone, it's time to pay the phone bill. And people think that's, like, people get really upset with you. Do people get upset with you? Yeah, well. People get upset with me. People go, um, Nikki. Yeah. Like, but it's gonna get cut off, and I go, and when it does, I'll deal with it. Yeah, that. I'll pay the five dollar reconnection fee. They don't, they don't <laughs> penalize me enough for it to matter to me. Yeah, it's and they like, send me the texts and they make the calls. We are going to cut you off. It's not a threat, guys. It's not a threat. <laughs> it's just information for me. Yeah. When the electricity is off, it's just information. That's just information. It's not a threat. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. I just go. All right. Here's your five dollars. Turn it back on. Does, is that like the most arrogant first world idea to have? Maybe. Maybe we're awful. Well, yeah, we probably are. But that is a capitalist but, system that we live in and we're contributing to it. Yeah. That's another way. Of uh, yeah, yeah. It's not like I was going to send that $5 to the third world. I wasn't. But if I start thinking mm. of things in that way, maybe I could. Maybe I could save up all the reconnection fees and do something good with it. Yeah. That is possible. Reconnect with the universe. Reconnect with the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... That's actually a really funny idea. I <laughs> love the idea of like um, failing to make a payment on a relationship. It's just like, uh, now I have a pretty hefty reconnection fee. And I need flowers at least. Take me out to dinner. Reconnection. Yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah. Mm, I'm cut you off. No, it's fine. I don't think I can remember really. I, I just like, I don't think it's indulgent when you have spent a certain part of your life unable to pay your bills and that was just the reality yeah because that's certainly where it came from <laughs> yeah you're right like, you're like, right i hadn't yeah. put that together like it's because at one point i was so impoverished that i went well how long can we stretch this out <laughs> i'm having a major light bulb moment right now i never i didn't yeah. really connect these things I just yeah. yeah, this is how I learned that it's time to pay bills. It's like mm. you usually like I usually pushed it till the end because I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Quite literally. But I guess other people pay on the fifteenth of the month. Yeah, I mean if you've always been rolling in it and you're just lazy, then that's a different thing. <laughs> but if you've lived a life yeah. <laughs> you've been you've been really broke. Yeah. You know that you know, that lovely person in the call centre on the other end of the line for Vodafone who's trying to, like, chase you up for a yeah. few months' worth. I mean, I just, re- I just go, let's have a chat, babes. Like, let's... let's. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is liquored up what's, right now. What's the weather like there? Because yeah. we both know that this, is, this might be the last call I get to make or, or the last person I get to talk to on the phone um, because, you know... I know that it gets cut off. It does get cut off. Please cut me off at this no, point. No, you, you, Nikki saw me glancing at the thing. I'm just going to turn down the mic level because yeah. I think we are clipping a bit. 
I don't know much about I'm how really, this works. I'm talking, I'm talking. I don't know when this is going to come out, but to be honest with you guys, this is the third one I'm recording, so I still haven't worked out all the kinks. Mm-hmm. But I didn't mean to even look away from you for one second no, to indicate no. that I didn't want you to keep speaking. It, well, I didn't even see you look away. I, I saw myself out of my body <laughs> looking away from myself going, you're a jackass. <laughs> this is why we're here, though. This is why we're here. <laughs> to just uh, shoot the shit. Maybe you know, yeah, maybe you'd know you're not an adult when you're... Recording a podcast with your buddy in a closet. <laughs> this is probably... As the, if it matters. Yeah, yeah. This is probably the definition. This is probably the most mature thing I've had. <laughs> this is work, guys. I'm, I'm working right now. Um, Ooh, just got a midnight podcast meeting. <laughs> it's only occurred to me really recently, like in the past few years, and this was kind of enlightening for me, I just let go of the idea of ever outgrowing for myself, what I call kid sister energy. I was mm-hmm. waiting for a really long time, like, when am I gonna stop feeling like, hey guys, hey, hey, what's everybody doing? What are we, <laughs> what hey, are you guys doing? hey guys, yeah. hey. Like, I just, I just am a kid sister. I just have that energy, and I think mm. I always, well, I was always been waiting kind of to outgrow it. And I feel like there's this, like, a way that the world functions that I'm not in tune with. Yeah, right. Because I'm kind of like this innocent, not that I'm innocent, but I'm kind of, I'm just not, my eyes aren't open to the wider world sometimes. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, I was so off my face at that party, and I was on coke, I was whatever. I'm like, oh, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that, like, all the adults are off doing adult things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, guys, who wants to dance? Like, you know, I'm always on the dance floor, just like. I think we're the same. We're, like, so similar in that yeah. way. I'm the same. Like, I just, I, I just genuinely. To the point of naivety and to the point where I will be heavily disappointed with humanity at points in my life, just genuinely believe in the goodness of humans yeah. and genuinely believe in, like, oh, like, no one means to hurt anyone and, and everyone probably just wants to dance. Like, yeah. everything's just an episode of Glee, although I don't want to say Glee. I don't even watch Glee. <laughs> but when I imagine that kind of, like... You know, we're all in this together. Like, and again, a bad reference. That is I you, though. That kids. is you. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe it's naive. But I, fuck it as well. Like, fuck it. There's a bit in my show that, like, the ending is kind of super cheesy. And, but, like, there's room for that as well, like, yeah. in life. And I don't know. I think if it comes from a place of, I've just never lived a life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, if you... <laughs> I like that character. <laughs> <laughs> if you've lived in your little town and you've never really gone outside of that and you're like, boop. Actually, yeah. that would probably be quite endearing as well. See, I just love everyone. <laughs> like, but, uh, you can't take a line on anything. <laughs> like, I'll and I it think, up. Actually, maybe I don't. And this, no, but they're probably fine. <laughs> but, like, you know, I don't think I have lived a, a black and white, happy days, peaches and cream life either, you know. And so if you can get through the slog of a life that's not entirely, you know brilliant yeah. all the time and at times quite quite a bit fucked up and still find the cheesy moments and still like adore humans then i th- i think that's warranted like i think that's not a naive immature way to look at the world yeah and we're equating that kind of innocence and and love for humans with kids in childhood <laughs> do you think so. it's normal well, that... the kid sister energy that yeah, like yeah. what are we yeah, yeah like, you know yeah 
just looking at the world through the eyes of a child. Yeah. Though maybe you've been bumped or bruised. Yeah. But you still look for the best. I, I still sometimes get, like, shocked by adults. Like, it's just a strange thing. Like, I, I notice this when I'm on Google, and I'll put in something that I think is totally innocent. So I'll be like, <laughs> what's that movie? Remember that movie about the pig? That was a cute movie. What's the movie? Babe? I'll Google search Babe. <laughs> when did that movie come oh. out? How could I? Ooh. That pig's got big tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, no, I'll just clarify it. Pig. Babe. Oh, that was oh, just no. fast oh, chicks. No. What's happening? <laughs> Like, every once in a while, I bump up against, like, a more sinister... No, it's not even mm. sinister, but just... I don't know. There's all this I, other it, stuff going on. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm the same... I'm, I have no concept of when someone's flirting with me or, or being, like, lechy or... <laughs> or even if people That's are probably really a little adorable. bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys. What? Oh. Oh. Your hand's on my boob. Oh, That's, no. It's probably an accident. That's all right. See, I'm really surprised by that because I would think that... And guys, uh, I'm not telling tales here. As a pretty girl, <laughs> see Nikki this thing Britton, that makes me giggle like <laughs> you are crazy. No, but don't you? I mean, I, I, I think I would assume that's something that all kind of pretty girls go through. Is you really like? Oh my I would gosh. picture you having to set limits a lot and boundaries. Oh my gosh! No. no? Oh sweet Jesus! Put me in a position <laughs> where I could set a boundary. I don't even because I would just think out of self-preservation, you'd learn when people are being lechy or, or flirty if you didn't want that. Do you know what I mean? Well, I think maybe I'm a hooer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I usually want it. And that's fine, too. Well, I think I just grew up my whole life. I've just been the fat, funny friend. Like, I've been the, like, that's kind of still how I look at myself. That, that's, weirdly. that's pretty adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe that's a little entry okay, into my subconscious. Guys, Nikki Britton just took off her jacket. <laughs> it's really warm in here. <laughs> Is it? So I've always. <laughs> it's in a beautiful um, sleeveless. What do we call this? Peach, salmon, pink. Um, I'm not good at colors. Let's say let's say watermelon. Watermelon. <laughs> None of the above. Just because we're being. She's in a beautiful that. watermelon dress. It's from Gamers. Is it's it? pretty. If we're being honest. Yeah. Okay. See, I can't. I can't not be honest. <laughs> I'm just like blah. Overshare. Right. But um. Yeah, no, I don't. I I just imagine that everyone's really friendly, you know. Yeah. And and sometimes a cavernous bosom is something to look at. Like I don't see that as lechy. I'm just like, oh, fair enough. Well, you we don't have one, so have a look. Yeah, Go fair on. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, oh have a look at that. Yeah. It's the same if you know if someone was a really good lacrosse player. I've never played lacrosse, so I'd be like, I want to look at that. I want- <laughs> I want to, did you just look at how your, that works? Your boobs to the skill of lacrosse. <laughs> Disclaimer: I'm licking up, guys. We said this earlier. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I know that you just said I'm liquored up, mm. but for half a second, I thought you were using an Australian expression to because <laughs> we were talking about your boobs. I thought you were saying I'm licked up, like as if this is what you say about someone who looks good. All oh, right, that they're licked up. <laughs> We don't, she's a, but she's a bit of lick it up. Glad <laughs> <laughs> lick it up. He, he's a bit of lick it up. <laughs> we're we're starting that here and now. Yeah, lick it that's up. a thing. Now she's liquored up. Um, I have gone on unintentional dates with men in my early twenties because that was just not on my radar. Mm. Um, like people go, oh, you want to? Do you want to go to dinner? Do you want to do this thing? And I'd uh-huh. be like, sure, I like friends. Yeah, yeah, because I just hadn't yeah. thought about that at all. Yeah, I think. Maybe I've 
No, do you know what? I've been on a handful of dates in my lifetime. Genuinely, genuinely maybe six or seven dates. First dates. Ever. I'm not even joking. We, we're going to need to follow up this podcast with another question, <laughs> which is called, What's Wrong with the World? <laughs> Parentheses. Take a look at Nikki Britton. Um, oh, you're so sweet. How have you only... Oh, right. That's... Maybe because I'm like... Maybe people don't date. You know what? La, 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 la. We were, I was talking about this with Abigail, though, that people just don't really date anymore. Yeah, that's true. But also, I mean, they don't call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I mean, you know, don't take me out to dinner, but just a little text back, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Sorry. I'm the worst blurter. I'm like, I'll be like, <laughs> send some cheeky flirtatious thing here and there, maybe. Oh, yeah. hey. And they'll respond in kind. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, my God. I'm like, just try to, <laughs> try to draw some like comparison to what they've said to something really funny that I think would be hilarious. But on text, it just looks like, you know, two screens of desperate bullshit <laughs> that I'm going to stop talking. No, um, no, I want to know more. You mean you, you text back and they don't get the joke or there's well, no Sometimes there, maybe they don't the... get the joke yeah. or maybe my intention of making a joke. I think I just assume that everyone thinks what I'm thinking and yeah, I'm like, yeah. this is going to be hilarious. E.g. the other night, probably with the bottles and stuff oh, in the bar. I don't think we even have time to get into that. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's a special little, um, yeah. And then, and then, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, like, my friends call me the love tard. That's not, that's not supportive. <laughs> Nothing that ends in tard. Unless it's, it's leotard. Intent. It's generally I mean, very that supportive. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah. Oh, adulthood. Is that what we were talking we about? We were talking about that. Yeah. Had, like, okay, so we've covered, I guess, not knowing about relationships or being bad at all that mm. kind of communication. Mm. Not paying your bills on time. Not paying my, so everything that defines an adult so far. Failing. Yeah. At. What else is there? <sighs> Owning a house. That's never going to happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could care. I care for animals. Like, I could care for an animal. Okay. I'm pretty sure not offspring. Yeah. I couldn't... I don't think I could... No. Yeah. Doing I that, adore kids. Doing but. that well may make you an adult, but there's plenty of people who just have kids and have Absolutely. kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. To see a little, you know... Well, you've brought the tone down, haven't you? I did. I don't know if that happened. Um... What else, like, when do you know, I guess, what was the question, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to remember the question, which was, when do you know you're an adult? Yeah. Have you had a moment in your life where you felt like, okay, this is, this is a truly adult moment, or this has somehow separated these sections of my life? Yeah, I think, like, when, um, when, I don't think of myself as not a, not a kid anymore like I, I still see kids and go we've got a lot in common yeah me too it's almost, yeah we've got it's almost creepy it's almost yeah. yeah and also even teenagers sometimes I'm like oh god we've got an awkward amount in common and then I see people in their 20s and I go no I think I think I'm older than you now right like not always but just 
and I adore them and I see so much of who I used to be in them I think maybe that's it maybe you're comfortable with change a bit more as an adult yeah yeah maybe I don't know I think as a kid I was very um adaptable but too much so and then as a teenager I kind of went the other way and was like no this is how my life is and, and you strive to achieve, you know, this life maybe that yeah. you think that you should, whether it's your career or your relationships or the definition of a happy life, you're striving for this happiness. And then maybe, like, quite recently I've kind of gone, you know what, like, it's really unpredictable. Life's just this kind of beautiful mess and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm okay in that. I think it has to do with having more experience and having seen things change. Yeah. Like, you know, when you're 18, when you're 19, you just think, this is how it is and this is how it's always going to be. And then you get some more experience and you see that things go up and down and things change. Totally. What kind of shocked me when I turned 30, it was right around that time, really, when I was like, oh, the things everyone's always been saying are true. (laughs) Like, just the kind of general cultural wisdom out there where, you know, people talk about that, about, you know, life changing and, um, I don't know, but even that your tastes will change and the things you like, because, yeah. you know, I just hadn't lived enough life to know that that was a thing. Yeah. But, but you're also desperately wanting to, to know everything. Like, do you know what I mean? There's that quite youthful thing of, <laughs> I know all these people in their early twenties that go, well, I've just, I've finished writing my biography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the most indulgent Gen Y thing to say. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, well, you feel like you, you do know shit at that age. And you sure, you do. But then you grow up and you go, I knew nothing at that age. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, the fact is, whatever age you are, that's the oldest you've ever been. Exactly. You've had all your life experience. Yeah. Until yeah. that moment. Yeah. It's true. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know what, I don't know when you're growing up. Maybe when you like. Do you think? Oh, I can't we start have, anything now. Can I? We literally have forty <laughs> seconds left, and I was going to be like, "Do you think tragedy is when you?" <laughs> part two. When you have tragedy. to deal, we could have a part two. Yeah, I, I do. I do think like when you've, when you've experienced that, when you've seen that, like grief and pain and all of that stuff, um, you get a wisdom from being through that. I guess. Do you want to do a part two? up to you i think we could yeah do you have another 22 minutes sure okay let's do a part two let's do part two no seriously though when (laughs) (laughs) this is part two no but seriously when do you know you're grown up we we were talking about tragedy Mm. and then we just left it there does this does this have to be an entirely comedy podcast no 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 not at all (laughs) oh phew oh because it's (laughs) Uh, to bring on the tragedy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be therapy. Uh, yeah, no, I think that you... Um, I think when you see a certain degree of tragedy, like like empathy, I don't know, there's, there's this whole, you know, concept that you, as a child, children don't always understand empathy or can't comprehend a world outside their own immediate world so when you see your teacher at the supermarket you're like what no (laughs) you're still in the classroom what do you mean you wear civilian clothes and you buy pairs that's fucking crazy you're right that Um, is crazy yeah and and then so you know one of the definitions of your mind maturing is understanding that 
everyone exists in their world and the worlds are separate and all their life, whatever. And um, and so empathy is a big thing that you develop as you grow up. But then, like tragedy, like actually experiencing tragedy for yourself, and then being able to empathize with tragedy. It's all like that weight, isn't it? It's like that heaviness of adulthood. It's almost um, your heart understands that that weight. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Like, yeah. So, I, I was just thinking, and as long as this isn't a comedy podcast, <laughs> I was just thinking about like certain kids though who have really rough lives that yeah. I understand about well that's the thing like I work with kids for background I work with kids in hospital and they're you know they're going through cancer therapy and you know they've been diagnosed with um life-threatening and sometimes illnesses that they're not going to survive and stuff like that and they comprehend that and they still live a life that's so full and so positive and full of love um and then you see kids who go through therapy and they come out the other side and they are genuinely humble and they understand they they have a a patience for life and a patience for wanting to understand other people and um I don't know if I'm even making sense with this but I think you are it's it's like a humility it's like it's a wisdom beyond their years and it's not the, it's not a weight, it's not a pain, it's not any kind of, you know, tragedy that they wear on their sleeve, ooh, I had cancer or I whatever, came close to death. I like your impression <laughs> of a whiny cancer patient <laughs> kid. They're not, you know, like they are just, meh, I have cancer. <laughs> but you know how some adults do? Yeah, Some yeah, adults yeah. are like, well, um, you know, a bit, which, fine, I've never been through cancer, so fuck, man, if you've had chemo, like, I don't know what that's like, so my hat goes off to you. <laughs> you know what you like? But kids are just like, oh, that's the thing that happened. Yeah. Cool. And, um, yeah, and the weight, it's like a, it's a humility or just a fucking cool. Like, those yeah. kids are so cool. They've just got time and maybe part two was a bad idea. No, part two was a great idea. <laughs> you may have noticed me smirking and it was just because I had a, a few thoughts at the same time. One was mm. like, I had a story about my dad, and then I was like, is he ever going to listen to this podcast? No, of course he's not. But, like, in terms of people who are like, oh, I had cancer, you know, people take it on. It's like, my dad has diabetes, and it's, like, his life. Like, it's type 2. Like, he just got it from eating too many ice cream. Like, you gave this to yourself, but he loves it. He loves having diabetes. Yeah. He, like, subscribes to Diabetes Monthly, which is, like, a thing. It's, like, a magic. I've never looked at it. I, I imagine it's basically just, like, stop eating shit. <laughs> And he loves to make a big deal out of, like, testing. I got to test. You know, testing his blood. Everything's fine. Like, you know, he'll be like, <laughs> carry the blood The blood sugar's 72 or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't details of blood sugar, guys, so I'm sorry about that. But he'll be like, you know, carry the blood sugar. And I was like, great. No one was asking. Fine. But he just loves it's like, that. It's like a medal. Yeah. It's like a, something it's to do. An identity thing. Maybe it's identity. Maybe adulthood, like, the definition of adulthood is when you really know yourself. Oh, gosh. Like, your identity. <laughs> That's depressing. I feel and, like I'll never do that. <laughs> totally. But maybe it's just when you're a little bit more comfortable with 
that like you do fight it for so long don't you like you are. Fought, oh yeah, yeah yeah well i i i've i know that i've said this to you even this festival because um <laughs> and this is something that lucy said to me but i remember one night we're on the dance floor and you had taken off your cardigan or something and yeah you're like is this too much is this too much <laughs> or like and i was like no it's perfect whatever and then i was like you have to go with the grain of who you are yeah because that's something that lucy had told me lucy hopkins um yeah. a wonderful performer from the UK. I think she lives in France. But anyway, guys, yeah. look up Lucy Hopkins. She's amazing. Yeah. And one night after a show, I had I had said to her, you know, I love how you use your body on stage. It's so fun. And you have these wonderfully long limbs that you really use to great effect. And, and she said, she just stretched out her arms and she's like, yes, you know, go with the grain of who you are. And it was just an offhand comment that she made that I've been thinking about for weeks. Yeah. And has really like helped me out this idea of going with the grain of who you are not fighting yeah. not fighting it yeah 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 that's a thing i think i don't know if it's a definition of adulthood thing but it's certainly like a i, mean, it, I like think it's connected to like thing. knowing knowing who you are right yeah and, yeah and, and relaxing into that yeah totally one thing i'm finding as i get older which is surprising to me um as much as I love people, I have less and less time for people in the way that I used to be very much like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like someone would ask me to do anything and I would do it. If someone wanted my time for anything, yeah. you know, a stranger could come up to me and go, hey, let's let's play board games. And I'd be like, sure, I love board games. I'm open to new people. Let's do this. Yeah, I like yeah. experiences. And more and more, and I, I don't mean, I hope I'm not closing off to the world, but more and more I'm like, you know what, I have a certain... I have a group of people that I already know and love that I don't spend enough time with. Yeah. And I want to focus on that. It's not that yeah. I'm not open to meeting new people, but I'm less and less open to just random people taking my time for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. And Like, as I get older, I don't know. I, I, I've only learned in the past, like, month. And this isn't great. But I learned how to give someone a cold shoulder. Um, I thought you were going to say something else. A cold what? A cold. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you do in Australia? A lot of things. I learned how to give someone. I've only learned this in the last month. But, <laughs> but I feel like I'm really growing up. I learned how to give someone a wristy. Um, <laughs> that's Australian slang for hand job. Do you know I did a gig once? A corporate gig. And there was like 110 people in there from the plastics industry. Where, plastics. Where is this going? And they all, they all had like this... Company um, getting to know you thing golf day. It was at a golf club, and they were all sitting around the tables, and they were all you know they'd been drinking beer all day and just like out laughing each other on the golf course. How many swings did you take? Like just being super machismo. Like <laughs> there's a lot of testosterone in the room, and then they go, oh, and here's your entertainment for tonight <gasps> to do 15 minutes of comedy. It's uh, little Nikki Britton totters out in her high heels in her dress. And this was just like oh my God. a lamb to the slaughter. And like I can give it back. It was fine. But this one guy, he was like heckling and coming. And, and so I was bantering and I was yeah. trying to do this stuff. And he just stood up. He stood up in the middle of it and goes, do you know what a reverse wristy is? What? <laughs> a reverse wristy. Which luckily I did know, was when you give a hand job to a man standing behind you. It's not rocket science, <laughs> but I'm not sure why he felt compelled to stand up in front of 110 peers and, you know, clients and customers to his plastics company and his bosses 
and ask me if I knew what a reverse prosthesis was. And I kind of, you know, shut him down and he sat down. And about five minutes later, he stood up and said, do you know what a double reverse wrist is? <laughs> a freak. <laughs> and I just assumed, yeah. correctly, luckily, that that was two men or a man with two dicks standing behind you. <laughs> Um, so I, you'd, sorry. you'd want to turn around and at least take a peek at those two dicks, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> if it was a man with two it's dicks, double dicks, <laughs> double dicked freaking nature. <laughs> How do you reckon if you had two dicks, like, could you ever actually feel satisfied? Part ever. three of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you always have to be fucking two people at once, or at least fucking one and giving yourself a hand job with the other? I like. Would they have to? Would they have to ejaculate at the same time? I don't even know. Why are we talking about That's this? That's a really good question. Neither though. of us have penises. No, but I, I suddenly felt sad for the person with two with dicks. Because you I wouldn't mean, need them both engaged. Maybe this is the definition of adulthood. It's understanding the yin and the yang. Do you know what I mean? Understanding <laughs> that there's positive and negative about everything. And for you to have two dicks, you could be like, you could be like the world's greatest lover, but also eternally unsatisfied. I love how hard you're trying to connect everything. It's <laughs> just so beautiful. Same. <laughs> I'm really curious about how you shut this guy down. Do you remember? Uh, I said something along the lines of, you know what a reverse wrist is? And I said something you'll probably never be getting from someone else. That's great. Unless you turn your back on yourself or something like that. That is brilliant. <laughs> That's really good. Thanks. Max. I can't believe he came back for the double reverse wristy. <laughs> 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 See, double reverse could also be the reverse of the reverse, in which case it's just a wristy. Yeah, that's true. With your eyes closed or something. <laughs> I don't know why your eyes are closed. Because <laughs> he has two dicks. You're scared of that. <laughs> you don't want some in the eye. But the genius, the genius of it is he sat down for five minutes and contemplated what he would say next. And all he came up with was, was a double reverse. <laughs> it's a double reverse. Oh, this will stop <laughs> Here we go. You should have been like, ah! just threw up the microphone and ran off stage <laughs> you win I knew what a reverse wristy was but a double reverse wristy you've blown my mind <laughs> I am why don't we ask your boss what a reverse wristy is because he's sitting in front of you <laughs> what a legend <laughs> oh my I'm, god we've done it oh no that's no, 10 no, minutes I'm looking upside down I'm the fool that has brought wristies into this when when I'm mm. sure that you have some kind of a story you we work with kids in hospital I, there's I mean, no I don't wristies. know maybe you don't want to tell these stories but we'll clearly make a, def- a definite <laughs> exit out of that last story yeah, before yeah, yeah. I come back with this yeah it's pretty amazing it's pretty special I've done it for six years and um yeah man it's amazing like I have this very fortunate position in that it's not a medical position. It's purely there um, for diversional therapy. So the kids just, we just get to hang out and play games and make movies and, um, like, just create heaps of awesome stuff. And um, I'm dressed as a superhero, so our identity is kept very secret. But um, essentially, like, we're a super best friend to these kids who kind of, bored or lonely or whatever in hospital and um and oh my god it just yeah like I've seen kids stand up out of wheelchairs to take their first steps towards us 
one one girl um I met her and she was really quiet she was from the country and she didn't have any family around her because she'd come to the city to to have intensive therapy actually because she woke up she was a sports star at her school and she woke up one morning and couldn't feel her legs and she got some freak virus oh my gosh. in her um in her spinal cord oh my and God. it paralyzed her yeah is this is this on topic no, no, is this it's okay totally on topic and um and so she you know was taken to hospital and um went through like 9 months of of therapy and everything to physiotherapy to try and get to move again and she was really quiet and she kind of sat back but she had this very dry sense of humor and um and we became friends and she started to kind of slowly come out of her shell as much as she would um and she was always in a wheelchair and then one day I was coming back from lunch and she I saw her on crutches walking with two like flanked by two physiotherapists and I just burst into tears and ran up and was like oh my god what are you oh my god and she burst into tears and <laughs> she said I wanted I've been working on this I want to walk in on my own two feet and stand in front of you and thank you for being my friend oh my god and like <sighs> that's i don't know that defies childhood and teenagehood and adulthood and yeah that's pretty amazing that's really amazing yeah and that's what i mean like when i talk about these kids who they just get it they just get life they've got the wisdom of like a yogi, a hundred-year-old yogi sitting on a hill somewhere in India. Like, they've got that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah. I'm so caught up on that story. Oh, look, she's she's great. She ended up being discharged from the hospital, and that afternoon uh, she flew home and walked up on stage at her school to receive the Sportswoman of the Year Award. Oh, wow. Like, just, yeah. And miracles happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's. I think that's a big thing. Of adulthood, I think often it's kind of when you've given up on the miracles and the dreams and that kind of stuff. And you know, you do, you just pay your bills on time because that's how life works. And, uh, you know, you should, I mean, if you do this, then you'll be happy and, and you should follow this existence and this life and, you know, have the house and the kids and the, and the mortgage and the husband or the wife or, the, or, and that's fine if that's your dream and that's like really floating your boat, that's fine. But I think there's an, a period in people's lives where they maybe get disillusioned and go, well, fuck, they're doing it and they look happy, so maybe we should yeah. do that too, you know. And and that will be define me as an adult and then I'll have my shit together. Yeah. And then surely I'll be happy then. And I think we forget, I don't know, we give up on maybe those dreams, those like reckless, crazy childhood indulgences that, that just like tickle our heart yeah you know, I, I almost got caught up in that like uh in my mid-20s I was in a relationship that was fine but it wasn't the best but it was because I saw all my friends this is what I thought because I don't know guys I'm I'm not grown up and and the anyway we may delve into this later but I had a certain type of childhood that made it hard for me to know what real adults are supposed to be like <laughs> or what real life should look like um, I didn't have a lot of like models there. So what I thought I saw was all my friends from um, high school and university just, you know, getting with partners, getting married to someone, and then just like, you know, peacefully just watching their shows on the couch. Yeah. So I found someone that I could watch 
TV shows on the couch with, and that was fine, you know? But there was a lot missing there. And, yeah. and it's because I had fallen into that trap of just looking around and going, okay, you yeah, know, this is what people do at this age. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to do. Is just find someone and, yeah. you know, do that. Should. Yeah. It's what you should. It's not what I wanted. Should is a dangerous word. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how did that go? Uh, yeah, just not, you know, it took me a minute to realize what I really wanted. Well, you, you know, I think, anyway, this week I got a giant tattoo with some of my friends. Yeah. And that was in part, I think, a commitment to what my life actually is and what I want my life to be, which is the sort of thing that I can get a giant tattoo. It's not going to stop me from working. I don't have to answer to anyone. Mm. Um, it's okay if other people look at it and think it's crazy or weird or why would you do that? You're going to have it forever. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to have it as long as I'm alive, which isn't forever. Mm. And that's fine. That's cool. Yeah. 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 So I've, I've kind of been opening up to, yeah, it, it, when you said that, uh, you know, that the idea of recklessness or um, having dreams or having an imagination and, and these things are... Mm. Looked upon as childish things, but mm. sometimes adults lose contact with that. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I think it's really interesting as well, like, both you and I, although <laughs> I'm Look It Up now, um, but both you, you are, and I... You are a bit of Look It Up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just wanted to get that in the... As a thing that we say now. Okay, yes. Um, but, like, you and I d- are not huge drinkers. I've never taken drugs in my life. Like, I'm... And, and yet there's people that have their, in inverted commas, shit together and they're living these lives and then they'll go out and get hooched and just, you know, like let it all out in one go yeah. and probably be a, like a little bit destructive and and gently damage a relationship or gently damage someone else's face. I don't know. I thought but, you were going to say liver or their internal organs. Or their organs. liver or yeah. their internal organs or any of that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then we'll turn around and go, oh, Oh, this lesbian has a tattoo. Oh, no, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of reckless decisions is she making? Yeah. When it's like... (laughs) (laughs) A lesbian got involved. (laughs) But you know know what? Those those people that I'm talking about that have... Their awareness is so painfully narrow. Yeah. um, And they're... I don't know. Is that... I don't know. What kind of recklessness is this? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's almost deemed, and I'm talking, like, super, super, super narrow-minded, but it's that's that's all deemed, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I do know what like, you mean. Like, not immature, but outside of their world, so they can't comprehend that. And there's no there's no time given to attempting to understand it's the empathy thing, I guess. Yeah. Or like, like understanding another human being's choices or where they're coming from, and it's easy to write someone off because of because they're a woman or because you know they're gay or because they got a tattoo or because whatever. And I think adults probably do that in a way that kids don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a di- there's a difference between adulthood and wisdom, as well. I think kids have a great deal more wisdom than adults a lot yeah. of the time. Especially the kids that I hang out with, I guess. So there's like, you know, it's probably different for me looking at most kids, but that I hang out with. But um, I've said that twice. But <laughs> you know, I think sometimes, sadly, the definition of adulthood is when you when your minds become a bit more narrow. In some ways, 
I was just thinking really old age, and I thought you were going to say when your mind did to your Oh, goodness, Doc, guys. This is what's Doc. going on. What's going on is we have about a minute left for our 22-minute mark, and um, I was thinking we could probably just keep doing this. I don't feel like... Like this, pop this tree, a, you mean? Yeah. I mean, we won't. Don't get nervous. But, um, <laughs> I'm going to go and have another vodka. <laughs> Jan, why are you keeping me trapped in this closet? Um, but... I think it'd be fun to sum it up. How well, well, How do you know you're an adult? When do you know you're an adult? Let's definitively answer this question that is impossible to answer. Wow. When you when are you an adult? Far out. What? I ask this question because because we can talk about it for a long time. Well, you're an adult when you. I mean, when all you. You look forward to it at the end of the day is a good eight hours sleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's maybe that's it. That, yeah, that could be it. Maybe that's it. Like, because the, there's like a physical change yeah. that makes you feel old. In which case, I never want to grow up, man. In which case, I'm going to grow up in just about 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rage on. I'm so tired. All right. Thanks for being here. My absolute pleasure. Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread. Head over there. Talk about this stuff with us. Weigh in. Ask more questions. Answer questions. Get involved. Paint a fence. Make it happen. Join the community. I don't know if there's a community, you guys, and paint a fence is not a thing that people say, so I don't know why I just said it. But um, just go over there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Support for the No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram, Charlie underscore design. That's Charlie with a Y. Do not be fooled. Our super sweet intro and outro music, which you're listening to right now, was composed by comic and renaissance man Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. Also, I just said renaissance man. If you are listening in the UK, I say to you, renaissance man. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week.